Last time on Pokemon Rollup, with Professor Sneeze off researching, Liliana and Charlie went exploring between Trilithon Sanctuary and Ratu when they encountered a man looking for a transport of some sort. When he realized Charlie was not the person he was looking for, he ran off in another direction, and Liliana decided to follow him, leaving Charlie to head to the Pokemon Center. When Charlie arrived, he was greeted by an officer who told him the Pokemon Center was closed, uh, except to emergencies due to a robbery from a member of the Fearow Corps. Charlie went on his way until he stumbled into the man he ran into before. With Liliana as an onlooker, the man punched Charlie, starting a battle. With the skirmish in the background, Liliana was able to recover the stolen Fearow Corps satchel from the man. Then, with Liliana's help, Charlie was able to defeat the man, and he ran off, leaving a bandana from one of the gangs of Ratu. They brought the satchel to the Pokemon Center where Charlie had an Abra, the one he caught while helping a ranger, delivered to him. What awaits them in Ratu today in Pokemon Rollout! My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollouts, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie I'm Not Sick Pine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Alright, so... Um, hey, Nick, can I, um, if, if I was off researching, can I roll, like, a, a general education check and say I learned something? Sure, what do you want to learn? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, if, I, if I'm studying stuff around the, um, the Trilithon Sanctuary, uh, and, like, getting, like, that's kind of where I'm coming from, like, the, the interesting reveal about Meloetta and Darkrai and stuff in... Uh, the Trilothon Sanctuary, if I can find any more clues to that. Uh, I don't know. Great. Is there any more possible things I can uncover? Or what if I... Or If if not, I can just come back and say, uh, God, I didn't find anything interesting. I'll say, feel free to roll a general education check. Alright, I will. That is a... Uh, math is hard. Math is hard. <laughs> Uh, 23. Alright. With a 23, you actually were able to cross-reference several things, and um, were able to confirm a rather obscure theory that you'd run into a while back. Um, The Mm. theory that a legendary Pokemon has uh, actual effects in the world around it. Oh. Uh, Depending on, like, depending on the power of said legendary Pokemon, that's the extent to which that, that sort of uh, that its effects extend and depending on the type of Pokemon that's what type mm-hmm. of powers appear so with the confirmed statement of a Meloetta in in and around this area of the Trilithon Sanctuary uh, you're able to confirm that that has um, like you're able to go through uh, census records and see that there are several um, there has been a high quality of artists and musicians coming out of this area for at least the past 50 years. And other things there, which suggests that Meloetta has been here for at least that long. 
And mm. with putting the two mm-hmm. and two together, you're able to confirm that. Um, you're also, uh, that can lead you to several places. Uh, part of it being that it's there's a possibility that Darkrai is in or around Trilathon Sanctuary, and that's why there are so many dark types mm. in and around Trilathon Sanctuary. But you can't confirm that for sure. But it does allow you to uh, pick up different markers of legendary Pokemon being in an area and allow you to, to kind of... Uh, extrapolate that together to let you know the next time you're near a legendary, if you ever are. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Alright, so I'm gonna run back to the to the group, um, maybe find them along the way somehow. Is that alright? <laughs> Am I taking over the narrative too much? Um, they made it all the way back to the Pokemon Center. Okay. So they were So there. I'll make it into the Pokemon Center and say... Oh guys, you'll never guess what I what I discovered. I, I I've I've confirmed uh, that um, legendary Pokemon, when they're present, they have an influence on the the area around them. Uh, the artists in Trilothon Sanctuary that have been popping up for the last fifty years imply that Meloetta has been there for about those last fifty years, uh, and Darkrai has the, his effects too. If he's been in the area, that has implications for all the dark types that have been out there. And uh, Professor Sneeze is getting razzled and kind of like pulling at his hair. How excited he is about I, all of this! Say, um, as you're coming down, this was just after uh, you know Charlie's doubled over in pain because he got sucker punched in the stomach. <laughs> little bit ago and yeah. so he's getting treated no, 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 Char- and uh Char- Charlie, no, charlie's good he yeah he has an abra now so oh true so he, he's good there and he's happy with that oh yeah so yeah. he's forgotten yeah. completely about the pain You're, you got a point <laughs> and liliana was just looking over uh the bandana and trying to figure out which of the many gangs of ratu that belong to ah uh. Yeah. So in I'm fact, just uh, like Professor... ignoring Charlie and his pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's up to you. If Liliana isn't ignoring Charlie and his pain, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, after Professor Sneeze goes to that long uh, uh, discourse, Charlie, Charlie goes, "I caught an Abra. Well, like not today. Like it was a long time ago, but I got it now. <laughs> oh, uh, that's that's exciting. Yeah." Uh, what else did I miss? I found a piece of cloth, and Liliana is just kind of like half paying attention to what's happening and just kind of inspecting it. I got punched. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that happened too. He's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're everybody's fine. Okay. <laughs> just another <laughs> ordinary <whole> day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, here's a question for our, our GM uh, did we extort anybody I mean, uh, did anybody reward us for helping out with the Fero Corps hey yeah that's right <laughs> give me money <laughs> <laughs> there were no extortions that I know of oh. um, <laughs> okay can there still be Sorry, can, can we can we roll it back here? Because we need to do something extorting. <gasps> oh, wait a second. <laughs> we we kind of got some a little bit of information from the one guy that I talked to that there was like something going on in one of the rooms in one of the recovery rooms. I thought. Yes. What was that? Oh, oh, what was that? Um. Because it had something to do I with did... the weird like blinking pokeballs and stuff and that like people and pokemon are getting Um, hurt by that yeah no they they um they gave you back uh 
Spicy's Pokeball because you were coming in to check on that, and they said they didn't find anything specifically wrong with her. And she seemed to be doing more or less fine. Um, the other, the, the, you, did you get one of his Pokeballs? Is that what it was? No, you brought in, uh, the Lilligans that seemed to be very, very, uh, withered. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they were looking over that and seeing what was going on there. Um, but Spicy's Pokeball is continuing to blink slowly. And that we haven't gotten any answers on. No. Not at the moment, no. Uh, the Lilligans did come out of a Pokeball that was also blinking, but it was blinking much, much faster. Hmm. That one was having a rave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, the Lilligant was having a rave. That's good. <gasps> yeah, those are the big uh, things there. Um, um, it, it did remind, the, the Lilligant did remind uh, Liliana and Charlie of a dream that they're not sure they had. But. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I love, I love that only the four of us get that reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, no, it, that it, was released. It was. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think it was. I don't think it was even a special. Was it not? Wait. Oh no! You know what it is? It's available for patrons. <gasps> ah. Oh. So you want to know what we're talking about? Bomber. Support us on Patreon. And then go to the secret section of the Tapestry website where that uh, little content is found. That's, oh, yep, that's that's what it is. Okay. I forgot that okay. that's where that had gone. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. I just thought it was, you know, actually as far away from reality <laughs> as possible. No, it's sort of reality. <laughs> All right. So wait, okay, I'm forgetting so, now. Was good. that... What okay, obvious like Cause we can we can edit this out, but like wait what okay, I'm completely lost. <laughs> Apparently I need to become a patron. But <laughs> that uh that fight with the two Lilligand was just us testing the equipment. Yep. We were we were testing it, the um the first that was the first time that we were all recording Audacity rather than me yes. just capturing all the sound. Yep. So we were testing that uh, at that time. Yep. It has it has nothing to. <gasps> oh, that's right. <laughs> yep. It, oh, it has I nothing forgot to do about with... that. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the main storyline. <laughs> that dream may have happened before you met. It may not uh... have happened yet. That's right. <laughs> okay, now I remember that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it, may, it, it may be a dream that had that occurred before you met. It may have happened last night. It may have occurred years into the future. Who knows? Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Because I thought. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> well, do I? I think my brain's just gonna implode pretty soon here. <laughs> this is getting more complicated than All Kingdom right. Hearts. <laughs> yes. That's what you get for playing with the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you all peek over it to give the message. <laughs> <laughs> Learn by right. example. So back to this. Uh, we're only giving one session in, aren't we? Back to, what's actually, <laughs> back to what's actually going on in the moment in the game. So, um, looking over there. Uh, uh, so, can, as I do, we leave the Pokemon Center in some direction of Charlie's choosing? 
Is it of Charlie? Uh, let's let's keep heading towards Ratu. We should get there as quickly as we can. If, uh, if Professor Sneeze took a look at the napkin, he has been in Ratu before, so he might know a little bit about oh. the gangs. If he wants to do just yeah. like a quick, uh, it'd be a general education. Yeah, I right? saw Lydia or Liliana playing with it, and she mentioned it. Oh, gang activity out this far? Uh, may I take a look at that? Okay. She hands him up. And I roll my general education. 25. All right. Um, the stylistic thing on it, which is like of a purple spreading tree, uh, looks mm. to you a little bit like the style of uh, one gang that was kind of a smaller thing that you just kind of bumped into known as the Trevenant Gang. Uh, mm-hmm. They seem to appreciate, uh, like, part of the stylistic of the gangs is they'll pick Pokemon types to work with. Um, more or less, mm-hmm. so they'll end up with ghost and grass types often going through their things there to kind of match the Trevenants and uh, things there. The purple of the tree is a li- is is somewhat new. You don't remember it being that coloration before. It was usually just black and white. So the purple mm-hmm. coloration is interesting, but it's definitely the style of the Trevenant gang. Hmm. Yeah, this looks like it belongs to the the Trevenant gang. Um, they're uh, ghost and grass type users. Um, but the, it looks like they've they've added to their emblem a little bit. Liliana, I don't know what that's all about? Liliana, you you skirmished with the Trevenant gang uh, on and off during while you were on the streets. One of them had spicy. Huh. Yeah, I thought that seemed familiar, but it looks weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure what this added portion is all about. Hmm. I don't like it. I didn't really like them either. <laughs> I don't really like a lot of Char- people. Charlie, but... <laughs> Charlie sees uh, the bandana and he he uh, takes a fancy to that design. And he's like, ooh, where can I get one of those? Charlie, don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like I'm gonna, them. I'm going to go great with my Flames of Agni pin. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's a walking advertisement for the merch store that we don't have <laughs> So it's just like enemy propaganda collecting. <laughs> Every moderately like person with probably a terrible agenda that you've run into so far, Charlie has their merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he generally just thinks it's cool. He's like, man, that's a cool design. <laughs> well, let's 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 be sure to keep a, a lookout for the the Trevenant gang as we as we continue into Ratu. They're 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 pretty troublesome, and so we. <laughs> Go. And so we go. are all, all of our. I suppose all of our Pokemon are healed up. Yep, you got all your Pokemon healed up. Okay. Everything put together. Does anybody hmm. want to stop at a Pokemart? Um, that's a good question. Not that we need to like visualize that happening, but yeah, right. Uh, I got. I think I'm all right myself. Yeah, I think but... I'm good. From looking at things. I will say with the Pokemarts, as you're moving steadily north, things are slowly standardizing to the point where haggling isn't as common. No! Okay. <laughs> Don't like that. I think I'm probably good as far as that goes. I just have to decide if I want to swap anything out, though. Yeah. <laughs> and now, uh, we don't have to stop the episode for this, but I gotta come up with a name for this, Abra. Alright, so you guys are heading out? Yes. Yep. Okay. 
And Professor Sneeze is kind of rambling to himself. He's got a, a notebook uh, where he's kind of writing his notes and thoughts about these uh, legendary Pokemon and their effects on the areas. And thinking back to when he was 17 and what uh, he might have noticed in the Trilothon Sanctuary, because when he was 17 is approximately, according to his estimation, about when Meloetta must have come to the Sanctuary. <laughs> wow, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right so you keep yeah what of it (laughs) (laughs) all right so you keep heading down the road there uh you're heading through there and you finally you make it to uh the other river which is the laughing river that heads into uh the clear lake um you're kind of skirting around the edge of the clear lake there to make it there um and when you get to the mouth of that river uh Set by itself, it looks like a perfectly normal and actually decently clean river that's flowing down into the area, but when you put it against the clear lake, it's kind of obvious that it's polluted by something. Probably mm. the factories and things heading up Ratu. Um, Not again. So those are just spilling out over the clear lake to the point where the area around the mouth of the clear lake is not clear. You start heading up river and as you head up you just start there's just a smell in the air that's just not pleasant mm. and the things there in the river is just kind of getting a little worse and a little more blue and things and you start to see just things floating down the river Ugh. really shouldn't be in there and one of them kind of floats close to you and then spins around and belches out a blast of just utterly stinky polluted air straight towards you. Uh, luckily, it's slow enough that you're all able to dodge to one side. And that's when you realize that the thing floating in the river is not just a bit of trash, oh, it's good. alive. <laughs> Ugh. No. Charlie, you're up. Who's and it's that not the Pokemon? only thing that's living in the river. So, Professor Sneeze is going to roll a Pokemon education check on it. Yeah, why don't I do that too? That's a good thing to do. I'm not even going to. And that's... <laughs> that's a 24. That's going to beat me, but Charlie's going to try anyway. <laughs> He's still untrained despite wanting to become a professor. <laughs> That's a six. That's a six. All right. Can I get a perception check as well? Ooh, yeah. I can. No, I'm not as good at that. I, I, I'm better. I'm so not good at that. But I, I rolled even worse. I got. Oh, I, was, I rolled the same. I, I got a six on three dice. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I got a four. I let oh. me check. I got a nine. That's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Professor Sneeze identifies the uh, bit that two of the larger bits of trash are actually Trubbish, <laughs> which are poison-type Pokemon made of bits of trash that have kind of amalgamated together and gained sentience. Mm-hmm. No one's really sure how, and no one's had the stomach to check yet. Um, 
judging by the smell of these, you'd say that at least, like, that there's probably more than these two uh, Pokemon here. You actually uh, catch a few more shapes in kind of the air that you didn't notice was kind of just discolored things. You've noticed the shapes in there that you, that uh, make you think that there are probably a couple coughing around as well. Mm. Poison types there. And you'd say that these Trubbish probably have Stench as one of their abilities. Just oh, by the good. smell. Uh, Liliana, you catch that some of the uh, discoloration in the water is a little too uh, congealed to be completely normal for just polluted water. And as you look at it, an eye opens in the sludge, looks at you, and then oh. closes again. Ah. <laughs> she smacks it with her oh. whip. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Charlie, you're up. Uh, alrighty. Um. So, um, everybody can see that there are two trubbish and two coughing. And Liliana has seen at least one sludge monster. Alright, uh, Charlie's like, oh man, so many things to catch. I, I should have stopped and get Pokeball- gotten Pokeballs, so oh, no. Um, <laughs> I told you! <laughs> it's okay, I have some, but um, let's, uh, this seems like a good time for uh, Katana. If you're up for it, let's, let's have at these. So Katana hops off my shoulder, and, um, okay, let's see here, is she faster than me? Um... You're sending her out, so she is now, yes. Okay. Oh, man, Katana, we gotta level you up. Um, <laughs> uh, let's have her uh, go ahead and uh, I want her to do a faint attack. Let's start with um, one of the coughing. Yeah, let's do one of those. Faint attack on, on one of the coughing. Alright. So we're gonna roll for um, to see if I crit. Yep. I do not crit. Alright. Seven and six, nice. So that's thirteen uh, plus another thirty-three, which is going to be forty-six dark physical damage on uh, one of the coughing. That did twenty-six dark physical damage. It did not gain an injury. Uh, so Katana jumps through and just slashes down one of the rolling purple shapes in the air and just. Uh, Causes it to bob away a little bit uh, and leak a little bit of more gas into the air, but it seems much. It doesn't uh, seem terribly the worse for wear. Charlie pulls up his uh, shirt in front of his mouth. He's like, "Good, good job, Katana. Now just, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get it, we'll get it next time. I hope." <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, the other uh, ball of gas kind of rolls forward and just starts spewing out uh, what look to be just like bits of aluminum and bits of just metal and wire and things just all over in front of you. Uh, there also seems to be bits of just sludge and stuff stuck on that. I've used toxic spikes. Um, if, if you move around and you're not able to fly over it, it basically surrounded you with toxic spikes. Um, if you move around, you will uh, be poisoned and slowed until the end of your next turn. Oh, yeah. uh, poison type Pokemon, if they move over toxic spikes, they destroy the hazard. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, poison types destroy. I didn't bring any poison types. <laughs> yes. 
I'm gonna have Liliana use her whip on one of the spikes and see if she can destroy it with the edge of her whip. Okay. Sure. Um, Is that possible? <laughs> I will say since you use yeah, since you know the move Rock Smash. Okay. You can do so. Sweet. It does take your turn though to do so. Okay. Uh, you can still release a Pokemon with a move action. Okay. Um. So I'm going to do that with my whip, and um, I will also release Faye. Faye the Ralts, a drastic choice. Hmm. Supposed to be a double-edged sword sword here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Professor sneezes. Uh, Professor Sneeze says, "All right, Sticky, it's time to to see what you can do. Come on out!" And he throws uh, a Pokeball, releasing Sticky the Solosis um, from uh, his Pokeball, and then um, he powers up his hair muscles and uses Flash, trying to get as many of these Poison type Pokemon in the Cone Two as he can. Okay, um, you can catch both of the Trubbish or both of the Coughing. Let's do both of the Coughing. Both of the Coughing, okay. And I rolled a 10 for accuracy on that. That does hit. Right. You up, and the grinning faces of the Coughing comes, come into view as the flash flies up. Uh, they do start wincing a little bit, but it's kind of hard to tell because they don't stop grinning. Mm-hmm. I am going to have Faye use uh, Confusion on one of the Trubbish. Okay. So I rolled a 19 for accuracy. That hits. Do you want the Trubbish that spewed out Poison Gas or the Trubbish that spewed out Toxic Spikes? The one that did the Gas. Gas, okay. And um, I have 32 Psychic Special. Uh, that did 37 Psychic Special damage. It gave the Trubbish two injuries, and the Trubbish is confused. So Faye jumps in and is now surrounded by spikes and uh, gross stuff and trash and bad smells and things and she just reacts by just a, a purple energy appearing around her head and flying towards the trubbish, the approximation of its head which is its entire body and it just kind of sags in the water just trying to figure out what's going on mm. alright uh, Professor Sneeze is going to shout to Sticky and say Sticky use Psywave on that coughing um, and so it turns to the nearest coughing to it, okay. <laughs> and uh, uses Psy Wave, um, which has a range of six, so it shouldn't have to cross over any of the spikes. It also has Levitate, so it doesn't have to worry about it. Oh, hey. That's nice. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Of course. <laughs> Good job. The, the master strategist. <laughs> That's right. Ah, yes. Uh, I got an 11 for accuracy with an AC of 5. That does hit. So roll a d4. 
a two, so it will lose 19 HP. 19 HP. All right, you hit the coughing that was already hit and did 19 damage, which is enough to give it an injury. Right. Way to go, Sticky! More gas spews into the air as it gets more uh, beaten up by the attack, and you can you could have sworn its smile faltered for a second, but honestly, you're not sure if that's physically possible for a coughing. Um, <laughs> the other coughing, which is currently uninjured, floats up, and it just floats up above Faye. No. And then just drops down onto Faye's head and bonks Faye on the head with a tackle. And it did 25 normal physical damage to Faye. Okay. So it just bonked Faye on the head and then floated away. Um, the other coughing, which is seems to be uh, spinning around a little more frantically, one of the things there, uh, starts spewing out smoke. Hmm. <laughs> everywhere, and so it uses smoke screen, which covers everyone. Um, so in, unless uh, someone uses defog or whirlwind, this is going to remain until the end of the encounter, and anyone attacking from from or into the smoke receive a minus three penalty to accuracy. Oh, good. So it's gotten... Now there's smoke filling the air as well as, well as bad smells and all that other fun stuff. Alright, meanwhile, uh, the sludge monster that that Liliana had seen surges up out of the river and leaps towards Katana, and it seems like uh, it reaches down a hand that's barely formed, made out of sludge, and scoops up a ball of mud from the riverbed and just chucks it straight at Katana. I don't like this. It does hit, just barely, but it does hit. 22 ground special damage. Blarb. Yep. Uh, that's... No, that Blarb is now right now. You're right. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> 22, so that's going to be 33 ground special. Yep. But then you take away my special defense, so bring it back to 22. Yep, it's perfect. Meanwhile, another thing of viscous sludge comes surging out of the water right in front of uh, Sticky, which is actually perfect because it rolls over one another section of spikes and just makes it makes the spikes vanish. <laughs> um, but then it reaches up a giant uh, half-formed fist and smacks it down on top of Sticky, but yeah. somehow manages to smack itself in what, it, what uh, might be the face. <laughs> wow. In the smoke screen, it rolled a one. Wow. <laughs> so it hit itself in the face. It didn't hurt it. Like, literally, the, the hand just broke apart and became part of its face. And it formed a new hand. But That's such a cool visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> became part of, it's just a new part of the face. Meanwhile, the first Trubbish that uh, spewed some poison gas at you... Um, it jumps forward at, yeah, it jumps forward at Faye, because Faye is the one who hit it last. No. And, like, with a li- two little, like, pieces of extra, uh, trash that's spilling out of its bag, it goes to slap Faye. But 
Faye is able to dodge dodge to one side. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Actually, before it does that, oh no! <laughs> I forgot to roll for confusion. Oh! So if I count that uh. as its roll for confusion. Please still miss. <laughs> nope, actually, uh, it went to slap Faye in the face and instead slapped itself in the face. Yay! And this time it actually hurts. Good. <laughs> uh, so that, that's, that's the thing where, like, you're, like, playing stop it yourself with, with yourself. But then <laughs> Do you do that often? <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have something you need to say? <laughs> you know, so. Every now and then. It hits also, itself stop. for five. It hits itself for five damage. It doesn't do too much to itself, but it's it's still up. Also, stop hitting yourself. Alternate title of the episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, Charlie's thinking, man. There are lots of Pokemon here that aren't in Pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna change that. Uh, Charlie's going to take a Great Ball, uh, throw it in his sling, and throw it at the coughing. What was that? Use the lock case. Yes, I, I was going to say. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I suppose that would be the better order of operations. Put the lock case on, then, <laughs> then put, put the in the ball. Yeah. <laughs> put the lock case on yeah. it after you throw out from your sling. <laughs> there you go. See how good he is at his aim. I would have to question that series of events. But... <laughs> <laughs> series okay, so of unfortunate Char- events. So Charlie takes the great ball, he mm-hmm. puts the lock case on it, okay. and then puts it in his sling. Okay. And he's gonna hurl it at the uh, coughing that katana uh, attacked before. Now this is in the smoke, correct? Yes, everything is in the smoke screen at the moment. All right, they're all fighting fairly close together. Go. Get a zero. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, the great ball goes flying past the coughing and uh, into the smoke, and you hear a splash. Oh no! No. Your lock case. Oh, <laughs> I led you astray. <laughs> do I have a move action still? Uh, you do, yes. <laughs> uh, Charlie oh, follows his, his great ball in his lock case. Alright. <laughs> uh, so you go diving into the river? Yep. <laughs> uh, do you care about the spikes? Um. Oh. No. Okay. Oh. Um, you are slowed, which means you go half your speed after hitting the spikes. So you can make it into the river, but you can't make it as far as you did before, and you're poisoned. So uh, you lose the ticket hit points. No, next round, you lose the ticket hit points. All right. But you are slowed and poisoned, and um, you did manage to make it around the melee, so you're kind of lucky there, but... You're slowed and poisoned, and about... Maybe a little above ankle deep in water that you're not sure how clean it is anymore. Now it's Katana's turn. Um, so she she watches uh, Charlie look around for his his great ball, and so he she kind of like uh, puts her her uh, blade to her head like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of shakes her head and she uh, heads it uh, on that uh, coughing with another faint attack. I think. I think. Let me... Yeah. Yeah. She did not crit. Okay. Uh, So that makes it uh, 42. Okay. You managed to do 22 uh, damage, which gives the coughing another injury and faints it. 
Wait, another one? What? Okay. Yeah, it already had one injury. You you gave it one earlier, I thought. No, no, uh, no it gained sticky. an injury from uh, sticky. Sticky. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, and so uh, Katana this time manages to puncture something within the coffin, and with just a wheeze of escaping noxious air, it sinks to the ground. So then the other Trubbish uh, decides to waddle forward to help its Trubbish friend out, and it uh, opens its mouth again and spews a bunch of sludge towards Faye. Which hits, and it does 20 poison special damage to Faye. Ooh. Ouch. Well, she's not down and out yet. (laughs) (laughs) She's got 8 HP left. (laughs) Oh, boy. So she has one or two injuries now. Yeah, because it didn't do 24 damage to her, so it's not massive damage. Okay. I need to reevaluate my life choices. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting introspective in this episode. <laughs> I. I hope this is a good idea. I'm going to. Um. Return Faith. Okay. And. Release my Scyther Sparky. Alright. Holy cow, Sparky is fast. Um, yeah, Sparky <laughs> goes immediately. Woo-hoo. That is Liliana's entire turn, too, so Sparky yeah. goes immediately. Okay. <laughs> I should just use agility and make him even faster. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's still... One Trubbish, one Coughing, and a Mysterious Lake Monster? Uh, two Trubbish, two one Coughing, and two Mysterious Lake Monsters. Oh, two Mysterious Lake Monsters. Ooh. Of Sludge. Yep. Okay. Um, I am going to have Sparky use <laughs> Spark. <laughs> hey! On, <laughs> on um, one of the... Mysterious Lake Monsters. Alright. Can, can you remind our, our listeners, in case they forgot this unforgettable Pokemon, oh, yes. what, uh, what Sparky is and looks like? So, Sparky is the absolutely terrifying, like, kind of mechanical Scyther that is dark electric. And is just very disconcerting. <laughs> yep, it is uh, jet black. And looks slightly skeletal. Its eyes are pinpoints of electrical blue-white light. And then um, it's missing the blades on its arms. Instead, it has the two hoops. And then there's an arc of electricity moving between the point of the hoop and the and like basically where its armpit would be. So creepy. So that doesn't sit on your nightmares for a while. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> So I rolled an 18 for accuracy. That hits. Uh, 46 electric physical. Alright, so uh, Sparky opens his mouth and lets out his uh, scream, which is that distorted jolt of just pure sound. 
Goes forward and then jumps forward and uh, breathed in that blue-white electricity, slams into one of the monster, the uh, sludge monsters there. All right, you mm-hmm. did thirty-one electric physical damage to it, which is enough to give it two injuries and paralyze it. Nice. Woo. So the uh, electricity somehow manages to land on this sludge monster and continue arcing over it. And you see its movements kind of get distorted as it tries to form arms and faces and things, and they all kind of, like, crumble apart under the electricity as it's moving. All right, uh, Professor Sneeze says, All right, Sticky, you did a great job. Return! Uh, and after uh, Sticky returns, he says, All right, Archie, let's show him what we learned. Uh, and Archie comes running out, um, and... Um, uh, kind of knowing what Professor Sneeze is talking about, um, says, we must do re- uh, let, me, let me get Archie's uh, voice here. <laughs> um, he says, we, we must do research to discover what is the truth behind all of this. And as he, as he says this, uh, his, the fur on his back kind of bristles upward. Uh, and, and on top of his head, and so that uh, on top of his head and on his back, the hair kind of looks a little wild, like Professor Sneezes, and the tips are a little bit white. Uh, and from that, he Archie starts to glow a little bit. Uh, and with Archie's little glow comes uh, a, a bit of a part, not completely, the, uh, the smoke stream doesn't completely go away, but the clouds above part, and it gets very, very sunny out all of a sudden. Uh, and... Along with that, let me let me read uh, all the effects of this. Um, the weather becomes sunny for five rounds. All combat stages on the field are set to zero. So if anybody had additional or uh, a loss of combat stages, those are set to zero. Including Any Archies. Po- including Archies, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, all combat stages on the field are set to zero. Uh, any invisible Pokemon or trainers appear, and sneak checks are made at a minus two penalty, and illusions will not work. Um, what this move is, is called the Cold Light Effect, and it's a new move that was invented for Archie, who is the archetype of fact, um, because as the archivist and this archetype Having reached level 20, he got some archetype points, and that allowed him to create a new move. Mm-hmm. That's the, the the mechanics behind it, but um, this is... Uh, essentially, Archie was working on this while Professor Sneeze was uh, researching uh, in during the uh, previous episode while, while um, Charlie and Liliana were fighting gangs. <laughs> <laughs> cool, so, I like that. Thanks. Oh, there you have it. All right. So the other coughing, kind of squinting in the light that's coming around, uh, spins towards the new uh, Pokemon that's come onto the field. One of them. <laughs> in this case, Archie. Uh, and it spews out a like it opens its mouth, its grinning mouth wide, and spits out a bunch of purple sludge, which smack into Archie and do thirty-five poison special damage. Yuck! So that's gonna do 
26. Alright, meanwhile, the two sludge monsters uh, react rather uh, violently to Sparky's appearance. <laughs> Both turning, grabbing spoon, grabbing scoopfuls of mud from the riverbed and throwing them at, um, throwing them directly at Sparky. One of them misses; it goes completely wild in the smog or in the smoke. But the other one slams into him and does uh, twenty-five ground special damage. Okay. It is Sparky's turn. Okay. Go Sparky. Go Sparky. Go Sparky. <laughs> Sparky. Go Sparky. I'm going to have Sparky use Bite. Alright. And... On the same one that he had attacked before. I have Sounds good. 14 for accuracy on that. That does hit. And 34 dark physical damage. Alright, that did 19 dark physical. Which is not quite enough to faint it. But it is enough to give Sparky a mouthful of sludge. (laughs) Uh, Sparky barely seems to notice and just kind of continues bellowing out its horrifying shriek. Meanwhile... uh, The Trubbish, kind of milling around and seeing what to do, uh, land their eyes on Katana who is out there and it jumps forward and not being the smartest of sentient garbage decides to try to punch Katana in the face and it does hit with a pound and it does 20 normal physical damage alright so uh, Katana upon uh Taking that, she was uh, facing off, uh, probably to go after the other coughing, and then like felt something brush against her back, and she's like, "What was that?" <laughs> because uh, due to the her resistance to normal types and her defense of uh, physical defense of twelve, it did nothing to her. <laughs> Can Archie read? Well, what's what's the status of all of our enemy Pokemon here? I know uh, we've got the two Trubbish, one coughing, and one Sludge Monster. Um, no, two. you still have two sludge monsters. Oh, two sludge monsters. Yep, okay. Keep forgetting about the second sludge monster. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, what uh, is... Which one is... Which ones are looking the worst off? Uh, one of the Trubbish, the one that just tried to punch uh, Katana in the face, and the one sludge monster. The other... The other sludge monster, the... Uh, last coughing and the other trubbish are untouched. Mm. Okay. Um. Alright, then Archie is going to um, go... Yeah, Archie is going to attack the sludge monster that has been damaged already. Okay. Um, and Professor Sneeze is going to say, hit it with fury swipes! roll a 14 to hit. 14 does hit. And 5 strike, I roll a d8 for 5 strike. Yes. And I got a 4. Okay, a 4. Attack hits yep. 3 times. So... Damage base. 
Fury Swipe's damage base is actually four to start out, because remember, normal gives you a boost of plus two for stab. Right. So, 4 times 3 is 12, plus 2 is 14 damage base. 14 damage base is 4d10. Woo! That is 28 plus... Okay. plus 15. Alright, hold on. 28 plus 15 is 43. Uh, plus, plus 14. 14. Yep. So 53, 67. 67... Normal physical. Normal physical wow. damage. Wow. Okay, that did 52 normal physical damage, which is enough to give that Grimer three more injuries. <laughs> oh, 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 no. And fainted. Yeah, it has a total of five injuries. Oh, no! <laughs> um, so, uh, basically, uh, Archie flies forward, buoyed over by the cold light of fact, and hits with a bunch of precise strikes that for a second seems to do nothing to the ball of sludge, and then it suddenly falls to pieces. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Like, oh, by the way, his uh, his spikiness with, like, white-tipped fur on his back and head is still there. Mm-hmm. He's going super sane. All right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Perfect. All right, yeah, so that sludge monster has literally fallen into pieces, which are kind of twitching. Yeah. And slowly, like, congealing back together, but they're not going to get back into any sort of form anytime soon. Um, what should I roll to find my Pokeball? <laughs> uh, perception? Perception. Alright. So, Charlie's mucking around in the water and, uh, trying to, and the smoke, and trying to find his Pokeball that he, his Grape Ball that he threw. Uh, perception is an 11. Alright, after mucking about for a bit, uh, Charlie does find the Great Ball floating slowly down the river. <laughs> Alright, good. Uh, does that take up my uh, my action for the turn? Um, it's floated far enough down the river that you have to do a double move action to grab it. So yes. Okay. You basically have to sprint up to grab it. Okay. Uh, you also that? lose a ticket hit points. Okay, thank you. Uh, and that also means that I can't... Thank you, uh... so I may have another. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Katana. So, we have a coughing still out there. We have what I presume is a grimer, but no one's bothered to do a uh, check on it yet. It's true. Mm-hmm. Our, our GM did declare it to be a grimer when the one was fainted. It's okay. true. I, I accidentally <laughs> said grimer. So. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, but that, that's meta-knowledge. Our, our characters true. don't know it's a grimer. Oh, oh you know, they that know it's a, it's a grimer, <laughs> but our characters don't yes. know it's a grimer. It's true, it's true. Alright, so uh, Kothic, Grimer, and uh, we, there are still two Trubbish, two or just one? Two? Okay. Uh, one tr- Oh, no, two Trubbish, yep. Two Trubbish, alright. Uh, Katana finds the Trubbish that uh, attacked her, and she's like, uh, you know, this this nice tiny little bag needs some holes in it. So, then she's going to do a faint attack on uh, the Trubbish. Okay. Uh, are they both uh, at equal health, or is one lower than the other? Uh, the one that attacked her is uh, has an injury and is teetering. The other Trubbish has taken no damage. Oh, it's teetering. Okay, then she'll. What? But uh, for the sake of the uh, of the uh, the story, which one tried to pound her? The one that's teetering. Oh, uh, well, she gets another murder on her <laughs> belt. 
<laughs> uh, didn't crit. Didn't crit? Okay. That's uh, 12 plus 33 is going to be uh, 45. 45 uh, dark physical damage on this uh, 40. rubbish. 45 dark physical? Okay, that did 34 dark physical, which is enough to give it another two injuries and faint it. Uh, so it's up to four injuries. Uh, so Katana basically turns around and contemptuously slices once and then turns and then turns back around. And behind her, the Trubbish's bag splits open and it falls over. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So we're down to one of each? Yes, one of each. And Liliana is up. No. Uh, the other Trubbish is actually up. And it... Seeing that its um, buddy has just been sliced open by Katana, kind of looks up and gears itself up and gets ready to go and spins and spews some sludge at Archie. Yeah! <laughs> which hits Archie, does 23 poison special damage, which gives Archie one injury. Liliana is going to use her good old razzle-dazzle on... I think the Grimer is the one that's probably still doing the best, right? Because that one hasn't even been touched yet. Um, Every single one that is still okay. up is oh, untouched. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The Grimer does seem to be the sturdiest of the three. Okay. I'll say that. I will use Astonish on that one then. And okay. I rolled an 18. That does hit. Woo! 23 ghost physical. Ghost physical. Alright, that did 18 ghost physical damage. Uh, did not give it an injury. Anything, but it is flinched. So Liana jumps up and cracks her whip. Instead of moving across the spike, she cracks her whip across the Grimer's face. And it kind of, like, its face just crunches in on itself to stay away from the whip. And it seems almost like it got its face stuck there for a second. (laughs) Professor Sneeze powers up his hair muscles and uh, a big ball of sunny fire weather comes flying out at the coughing. Um, to attack it using Weather Ball. Okay. In case it wasn't clear. <laughs> uh, 17 to hit. That does hit. Woo! Alright, um, and the damage base, because it's sunny, is 3d8. 38 fire special damage. Alright, that did 28 fire special damage, um, which gives this coughing two injuries. But doesn't quite faint it. Um, So the fire slams into it and actually bursts into like a a much larger fireball of flame for a second before winking out. Uh, (laughs) Professor Sneeze has a moment of thankfulness that this isn't an older coughing or else it might have just exploded. (laughs) Good. Um, Can I still throw a ball at it? Um, Yes, I will say so. I'll say that's okay. Alright, um, I'm going to 
chuck a great ball at this thing. I rolled a 13 to hit. Okay, that does hit. How does a 67, uh, 57. Um, Pokeball shakes once, shakes twice, shakes a third time. Ding! Congratulations, you've captured a level 19 female coughing. Uh, it has two injuries and has taken 28 damage. Alright! Professor Sneeze is kind of excited, but also kind of worried about the fact that this is a uh, pretty disgusting <laughs> poison type. <laughs> hey, what do you got against poison types? <laughs> <laughs> Bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the other sludge monster, uh, the Grimer, takes a moment and actually reaches up its hands to rearrange its face back into a not-scrunched position. And this gives Sparky time to go. Um, so I'm gonna have Sparky use Spark again, and I will have him, um, yeah, I'll go for the Grimer. Um, so I'm using Spark, and <laughs> I rolled a 20. <laughs> okay, so All right. So, so you, that's a crit, so roll 68. Oh, can I change which Pokemon I'm going after? <laughs> Do you want to catch the Grimer? Yeah. <laughs> you can use False Swipe instead. And still crit with it. Oh. I'll allow that. Because that leaves it at 1 HP. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Thank you. Okay. Um. Okay, now I have to look up the... Okay, so that's 4D6. Yeah. Oh, 4D6. as for my coughing Ooh. also, she is a lady. Ah, nice. Yay! <laughs> I have a joke especially planned for that for probably the next session. Oh, no. <laughs> So then for 46. 46 normal physical? Yes. Okay, that did 41 yes. normal physical damage. Which is enough to give the Grimer two injuries, but not enough to faint it. So, uh, Yay. you see it as Sparky charges forward, it, he kind of flips the flat of his arm blade and smacks the Grimer across the uh, uh, actually beheads the Grimer with it. But it it being a Grimer that doesn't seem to slow it down too much. As the the face just kind of like falls forward and then reforms into the body and it just reforms a new head. Though it does seem to be moving quite a bit slower. Sure, why not? Archie, you scratch on that trubbish! So he runs up to scratch the trubbish. Uh, six for accuracy with a two AC. Did you subtract smokescreen? No, I did not. So, yep, that would be, well, uh, uh, minus smokescreen and then actually plus my, um, uh, focus training. So minus two would be four with two AC. Okay. Uh, that Trevish saw what happened to the last thing that led to sharp, ob- the last Trevish that led to sharp object came close to it. <laughs> it backs away pretty fast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alright, so Charlie now having uh, rescued his Pokeball. Uh, so there's the Grimer that uh, Lilian was going for, and then there's the Trubbish that's left. Uh, how healthy yep. is the Trubbish? Untouched. 
Untouched. Okay, so... Gosh, you can't just throw a Pokeball at him if it's untouched. No. Maybe he could, but... Uh, Charlie will... Let me think about this here. Uh, he'll make his way back... He'll take his move action and, and get closer to where the Trubbish is. Okay. And he will take a, st a stone that he found in the river and he'll chuck it to get a little bit of damage on it. Alright. Uh, in the sling. Uh, it's a seven, uh, but it's still a minus three, right? Uh, yes, because you're throwing it into the smoke screen. So it's a four. Unfortunately, it whizzes past the trubbish without hitting it. Whoa. It's a ninja trubbish. <laughs> So, so quickly, so you call it a ninja trubbish. You can tell that most of what it's doing is kind of blind luck. It's panicking right now. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is pure achievements and ignorance. Blind luck, just dodging everything. Right. Um, quick, quick question here. Um, one, how intelligent are, are trubbish? Um, good question. Intelligence of poison types is so far been hard to do because um. Well, the credibility of people who want to study poison types has always been called to qu into question. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, gathering from the way it's acting now, it seems to be mostly sentient. Okay. Uh, so what? Uh, so I I ha I've used my move and my uh, standard action. Can mm -hmm. I can I still like talk to it and try and get into like instead of like attacking it, just kind of have a be my friend. Talking <laughs> is a free action. Um, I will say you are in the middle of combat with it, so it'll be a little difficult. But you can def you can certainly try. Okay, you can try anything. At least so after after Charlie wigs wigs a rock at it, hoping that it didn't see that through the smog. <laughs> 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 he he kind of slowly approaches and says, uh, "Hey, hey, hey uh, how's it going, little guy or or, or gal? Maybe you'll lay down, no?" Um, so, um, anyway, like, uh, I don't want to hurt you, I just, I just want you to come be my, come be my friend, You're just gonna, uh, you wanna hop in this ball here? Can you give me a charm check? Yes. <laughs> uh, charm check is a 15. Okay, so... The good news is that um, the fact that it's staring at you with its mouth open doesn't seem to be the fact that doesn't seem to denote that it's about to spew gas at you. The bad news okay, is that its its breath still smells terrible, but it doesn't seem to be attacking. It just seems like you, you've kind of pushed it over the edge of what's already kind of been a bad day, and now it's just uh, completely confused. So um, nothing at the moment happens, but it does skip its turn this round. Okay. Hmm. Because it's just like, what? Who, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I almost want to be like, and then a katana attacks it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just staring at you with his mouth open and a blade appears. <laughs> um, so, uh, katana approaches, but Charlie just kind of says, well, just hang, hang on, katana, we're gonna try and make, make him a friend. We're gonna make a friend. And she just kind of gives an exasperated sigh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she walks over to uh, the river and kind of like starts putting down the blades, then looks at the river again, and shakes her head and walks the opposite direction and starts wiping it off on some grass. 
I'm going to use a. Uh, the Grimer has two injuries. Yes, Grimer has two injuries and seems much the worse for wear. Okay, I'm going to use a basic ball on it. Okay. And I roll a 100 for that. Uh, first roll for accuracy, but yes. Oh. Ah, five accuracy. Jeez, Leona, your ball is so basic. <laughs> ah, shut up. Is it is a premier ball, a, a basic white ball? <laughs> Ayo. A basic ball does hit. Alright. I rolled a 70. Yep. Uh, so the Pokeball shakes once. Shakes twice. Ding! Congratulations, you've captured a level 19 female Grimer. Woo! Don't ask me how. Um, <laughs> Yeehaw! That means uh, the only thing left on the battlefield is the very confused Trubbish. Professor Sneeze is gonna say to Charlie, Hey, Charlie, y- y- you've got this pretty well in hand? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Alright, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you handle it. And Come on back, Archie. He just returns Archie to his shoulder. Alright, so it spins around. Uh, Liliana, can you give me a an intuition check, please? Uh-oh. I got a five. Okay, uh, Sparky is really excited about fighting something again and is used to being the alpha. There's still an enemy on the field. He's moving towards it. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Sparky spins to start to to go after the um, Trubbish. Liliana does still have a move action. Okay. I... Well, did anybody want that? <laughs> that's what, uh... You mean the Charlie's one that Charlie's at. trying to, like, befriend right now? Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Um, Liliana is going to recall Sparky? <laughs> or try to? <laughs> yes, you are able to recall him without any issue, but you do notice that he turns his head towards you as the... As the as the beam of light hits him, and he did, uh, it's hard to tell with him being terrifying all the time, but he didn't look happy. Oh, good. <laughs> well, we'll talk that out later. <laughs> uh, Charlie, uh, is going to use another charm check. And just to kind of keep feeding it into it, just saying that, yeah, it's okay, it's alright, it's alright, like, see, people are going away, we're not attacking you, it's alright. You're fine. You're safe. Just, uh, I just want you to kind of come along with me, all right, buddy? Ooh, that one is an 18. The Tarvis kind of glances around frantically and is like glancing at you, and it just seems to kind of give up on the day and just sit down. Uh, you have a funny feeling if you tapped it on the head now, it wouldn't really struggle. Uh, I, uh, I just kind of roll the Pokeball at it, and, uh, so it makes contact. Alright, congratulations, you captured a level 19 male Trubbish. It is untouched. Booyah! (laughs) That might, that might be a first. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, and that is the battlefield, so there is a, 
Um, half there's a half spilled bag of garbage, a pile of twitching sludge, and a mostly empty sack of noxious gases on the ground around you. So poetic. <laughs> Liliana just whistles and walks away as if she didn't see anything. <laughs> like So Liliana starts whistling and just starts walking back up the road. That's perfect. <laughs> Like would would I don't know how how would Professor Sneeze feel about leaving these Pokemon unconscious? I mean, he's left Pokemon unconscious <laughs> in the wilderness before. Is this any different? Um, the big thing causing conflict is these Pokemon look like uh, garbage. Look like we're littering. Right? <laughs> yep. And so it's like it's it's starting between oh my goodness someone's polluted this natural uh, wilderness how could this happen I have to clean this up and these are wild Pokemon I don't need to take care of this they'll come to eventually it's, it's better for me not to move them because it might hurt them more and so it's just like a conflict of uh, yeah that's kind of <laughs> and of course there's the running thing of this does not look like stuff that would be healthy to touch without gloves right. Yeah, I think Professor Sneeze is gonna kind of see Liliana just walking away and be like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm just like imagining them like linking their arms together and Charlie like doing the same thing but walking in a different direction." So they just like grab him and like turn Char- him in the Charlie, right direction. Charlie, completely oblivious to what's going on, just kind of tries to match their tune with his yeah, whistle. So he joins the whistling because it seems yep. he thinks it's fun. He's <laughs> <laughs> totally off key. <laughs> Alright, so you walk down the road for a few more Man, minutes. Man, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> walk down the road for maybe a minute or two more until you see someone running from the opposite direction from farther up the river towards you. Um, we didn't do it! <laughs> to know that Liliana got away with quite a lot in her younger years. <laughs> the moment there's an authority figure, we didn't do anything! Anyways, he seems to be wearing like kind of a uniform that you saw um, down in Clear Lake as uh, the uniform of the fairy. That kind of ferries people across the Clear Lake towards Ratu. And he runs up and he's like, did you... Did you see any, uh, did you guys see any poison types coming down the road? We thought we took care of all of them, but were there any more uh, in the river coming down her? I mean, that's all that's, like, around here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Professor Sneeze is gonna point at the river. Um, yep. (laughs) Do we get anything for it? (laughs) (laughs) We, we, We cleared up a few of them. There's still a couple unconscious ones that are kind of floating down the river. (laughs) You're welcome, where's my money? <laughs> he says, and says uh, don't worry, we'll take care of it. This wasn't so much of a problem before this slowpoke went missing. Uh, don't worry, we'll take care of everything. What, just... what? slowpoke? What? What slowpoke went missing? Just... Look, you guys are, you, you are trainers, right? Uh, yeah, do you, you have a taking, job for us? Yeah, do you mind taking on a job? Uh, <laughs> like, well, I can see what I can scrape together for the dock workers. I can't give you an exact amount of what I can get for you soon, but I'll be telling you just a little bit here. Um, we... Up here on the docks, you know, things have been getting... Uh, we've had poison types coming down from Ratu since... I don't know, since those factories started up. Who knows how long ago now. Uh, and Ooh, don't, don't I know it. We've mostly been trying to clear them up, and a little while ago we allied with a Slowpoke colony that was living on our river. 
Um, they take care of a lot of the poison types for us, and we uh, give them food and help with their shelter and things there. They weren't the fastest, but they are psychic types, so they had at least some intelligence, even though it took quite a while to talk to them. Oops, I wasn't the liaison. But uh, a couple of days ago now, they just all up and went missing. We're not sure where they went. They all just seemed to up and go. There isn't a sign of an attack or anything. Uh, I, I can show you where they where they were, and so as you can guys kind of take a look for them, but these poison types have just been getting worse and worse coming down the road, and we just really need the help there. Sure. I don't know what you guys think, but but I, I'd be I'd be interested in looking into what happened to these slowpoke. So it's a mystery. Let's check it out. <laughs> Detective Grunge is on the case. Yes. <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> That's what I was leading to. <laughs> um, he puts he puts on the uh, like the Sherlock uh, <laughs> style cap. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, uh, Grunge has been listening to this with bright eyes, and the moment someone said the word mystery, he just got super excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that uh, Doc River does lead you to the place where the colony where the uh, uh, Slowpoke were living, which resembles in, uh, for just a little bit of meta, resembles almost like a beaver colony, except it's made out of more like a an underground entrance to a cave rather than anything built. Hmm. Things there. Uh, but uh, can I get a survival check from someone? Uh, Grunge can also do this. Okay. Since he also has tracking, so. Uh, five out two dice. Seventeen for Professor Sneeze. Grunge got an eight. And Liliana also got eight. It takes a little bit for Charlie and Charlie and Liliana get the general idea that um, they did all head out in one direction, that there isn't any sign of a struggle or anything in the area. Um, Grunge and Professor Sneeze, Grunge because of his nose and Professor Sneeze just because he's been out in the woods more, are able to pinpoint that it looks like the entire colony of uh, Slowpoke started heading north just a few days ago. Uh, they weren't moving very quickly, obviously, mm. so you could probably catch up to them fairly fast here, but um, they are all heading north. Uh, Professor Sneeze notices that one set of tracks is several days older than all the others, almost as though one slowpoke headed north and then all the rest followed a few days later. Mm. And that, I believe, is all the time that we have left for Ugh. today. So thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsyredo.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Tol- Rollout's Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans, and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Here's Johnny. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNet. Hey, that's me, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm, I'm I'm the next one who says things. Uh, I am Paul... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ProfSnag, and you can check me out in uh, the Game Corner each month. Uh, as we are recording this, we are in the midst of Game Corner's Tournament of Champions, so uh, check that out, uh, and that is on the new Puckle Plus feed. So come check it out, say hi, and uh, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and I'm Michael. You can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L, uh, as well as in the uh, uh, Facebook Pokemon uh, Love chat room. Um, also, uh, Paul, I don't know if uh, we can share this factoid now. Probably by the time this episode comes out, it'll have started at least. Pro- um, probably, yeah. Uh, uh, if not, I'm sure you can edit it out. But, uh, sure, I'll cut yeah, it if, if but, it's not. Uh, <laughs> yes, go ahead. Or do you want me to talk about it? Uh, you go ahead. You know more about it than I do. I'm sure. participating in it, but... <laughs> Sure, uh, so we were uh, contacted by the folks at uh, from Blastburn Radio, uh, the, they're a kind of a, uh, they're another Pokemon podcast, and uh, their head guy, he goes by Jolly by Nature, uh, invited us to do a draft league, and there are going to be uh, several other uh, Pokemon podcasts doing this, Puckle is one of them, and uh, just uh, a lot of other ones. Uh, Mikey from Pokemon Crossroads is going to be uh, doing it as well. He's featured us on a number of the uh, his uh, his articles. And uh, so what it is, it's a draft league. And uh, if you're familiar with fantasy football at all, uh, you get to draft a a, a, po- uh, a roster of Pokemon, and uh, as well as a Z Crystal. And you go and you fight and try and counter your opponent's teams. And it's going to be a whole league of it. So. Um, yeah, uh, so more news to come with that, and if we can get things rolling appropriately, we might have some YouTube content on, on our battles and stuff, so we'll, we'll keep you up to date as we know more. Yeah. And, oh, uh, and our, our team, so Michael and I are both doing this, uh, my, the team that I'm representing, uh, I've decided to be oh, yeah. the Chan Metacham. And I will be representing the other half of our blessed continent here, the... Teddy yourself. So, and a big shout out to uh, Locke, or he goes uh, Curtis, however you want to go uh, call him, but uh, he ha- uh, has made a design uh, for the Chan Metacham, and he's working on one uh, for Michael's team as well. So, uh, there may be some uh, merch, maybe not from us specifically, but he'll uh, have some merch out for that on his uh, T Public store. Absolutely. That's all for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. And, yeah. You guys are neat. <laughs> I love how we all forgot how to close a show. It's <laughs> <laughs> Where are my notes? <laughs> and I mean, I, I may need to, I may to me need to appear a few less no. times less often. Things are getting a little too real. But you can find me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyelie. Hi, That's Ellie. Behind Your E Y E L I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons Asher, Bryson Elliott, Corex Alexandra, Nathan Jester, Ryan Felton, Tom Aquinas, and I'm sure there are a few more now that I don't have on the list, but we still love you and we still will get you on these lists when we know who everyone is, which I'm sure we do. I'm just behind. You guys are awesome and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Michael would know better than me, so if he says that's all, that's all. (laughs) We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. All right.
Next time on Pokemon Rollout. Fresh from facing some foul foes, the trainers have accepted a job from the workers at the Clear Lake Ferry Service. Find out where their wild Slowpoke allies have gone. Why are a herd of Slowpoke moving away from the river? What are they planning to do? And how did no one notice them leaving until they were gone? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. Like okay, like okay, okay, okay. Quick, quick, si- quick side story, and Michael, cut this out if you want to. In fact, it's probably is a good idea to. But when I was uh, when I was like seven, my dad brought me to a gun show, and this was before I knew really anything about anything. And I saw like a Nazi emblem uh, somewhere. Oh, I was like, hey, that's oh, a- no. hey, that that's a cool pen, Dad. Can I get that? No. <laughs> Awesome, she says. Yes, awesome. I mean, like it's funny. Please note that I don't, I don't support. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. so, anyways, if this does make it out to the listeners, note that I do not support any Nazi uh, propaganda or anything of that nature. They, they got, maybe they got some good style, but that's like it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, have you no. seen the SS uniforms? They're pretty slick. And the goose stepping. And skulls on their emblems. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Let's so move on. So one episode tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah. Back to the Or like a gusher, gusher candy. Let's let's get some fan out of that. <laughs> G- gusher uh, candy would be great. Thirty-two spike psychic special, psychic special. Yes, psychic special. <laughs> or no, that's that's uh. Anyway. There you go. Ignore okay. me. What are you babbling about? Nothing. Great. <laughs> Research. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Twenty three. Sorry. Twenty. She declared it psychically. Twenty three ghost physical. Twenty. Twenty. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about offered unto you offered unto you offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From, From our, our fancy, fancy to yours. yours.